I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I do hope and pray that you and I can encourage each other to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every day. Do not read the comments. Please don't read the comments. It's good advice for many good reasons. But still here in the the community, the, the human story, comments, they often find their way somehow or another. And comments are a fascinating area of study in the digital age. But what stood out to me the most about the study and the research about the comments online is how they've been proven to, at times, they enhance the conversation, but many times they complicate the experience. So they are important, they're vital, but they can both enhance or complicate our experiences. And that's not just about the digital comments online. This is a very human topic across the span of human history. Comments are and always have been complicated things. Uh, For example, do you have a YouTube channel? My 15-year-old does, and because he's an animation and manga artist, it gives him the opportunity to showcase his work. Now, for my kiddo, immediately when he first asked about having his own YouTube channel, we were excited and proud of him for wanting to share his amazing art, but we also said we're turning the comments feature off for so many reasons. And I was thankful that he trusted us with this because of the way that YouTube and other platforms like it are designed, we regularly have conversations about being careful, not just about the comments that he's exposed to as he's on the platform, the, the little thumbnails that pop up and try to entice him to watch other things when he's working on his channel. We've, we've cautioned him to be careful about those, also about the comments, but There's always that addiction factor. You can easily become addicted if you're not careful to just seeing and checking over and over again how many people have viewed your particular video. Now, when everything was new and novel about the channel, we all, the whole family, we enjoyed seeing those numbers tick up from time to time. We would look together and we would just have fun thinking about, wow, who's watching? Where are they watching from? But it didn't take long for me to see how wondering, how my son was wondering about how many people watched his videos, it started to steal his joy incrementally. And it it interfered with his focus on any given day. And he's got to stay focused for Zoom school and other things. But the main thing was the stealing of his joy. So we had some more conversations. You know, our lives are made complicated. Our lives are just complicated. Being a human being is tough. Come on. Just not just by the comments, but by the increasing curiosity that we have to see whether or not citizens of the digital universe and others are pleased with our art and our offerings to what I call the 2021 content tsunami. I think 2020 did something that caused the content to just ramp up in ways that many of us didn't predict or expect. Now, this is all mixed up with the extremely human need for affirmation and encouragement. It is a human need. And it's this need that complicates even the most basic and simple parts of our lives. I mean, you know, we need food, right? Everybody needs food. Everybody loves food. Everybody needs water. And oh, yeah, we need air, but we also need community. And with community comes comments and complications as we're comparing and wondering if we're good enough, if we're acceptable, 
if we're worthy of inclusion in the group or even our own families, or maybe even celebration by others, not for what we do. We're not craving that for what we do. We're actually craving it. The the affirmation from the achievements that we accumulate because we want people to understand and accept who we really are, the type of person that we are, and what we believe, which fuels the choices that we make and the art that we create. Now, conversations about comments often reminds me of something that author Brene Brown shared in an interview. She's an author, but she's a researcher first. And she's one of the, uh, she's a New York Times bestselling author of The Gifts of Imperfection and some other titles. And it also reminds me of what we know from the scriptures about an apostle named Paul's faith journey. Brene once shared in an interview, not too long after her TED talk on the power of vulnerability, maybe you've seen it, it skyrocketed her into the public eye and fame on a level she never, a level that she never sought or anticipated. She said she learned the hard way to never read the comments because they were often mean, personal attacks and just outright hateful at times. After many tears over the comments, she made a wise decision. I believe it was a prayerful decision too. Brene is a woman of faith. She decided to create a team to sort through and only share with her the comments that were helpful. People that she loved were on this team and trusted, who could help her to discover the constructive criticism and share the affirmation and encouragement she would need to be brave enough to continue sharing her art. I think that was brilliant, and I'm so glad she did this. Her work on healing from shame and and so much more has helped me in so many others in just these amazing exponential ways. And then there's the Apostle Paul. If you begin reading in the book of Acts, chapter 9, that's in the New Testament, you'll see that Paul's history and relationship with the family of faith was to say, at the very least, complicated in his younger years, early years as a man of faith in Jesus. Paul was a terrorist, and I'm not, you know, being dramatic. He was, he and his, his crew They were hunting down believers and followers of Jesus. He was a leader in charge to bring the followers down. They were captured. They were beaten and even killed. I mean, stoned just for believing and following and proclaiming that Jesus Christ is Lord. But then something unexpected happened. But then, right? Paul met Jesus himself. He heard God's voice. And because he was a man of conviction, He refused to allow himself to ignore what he'd experienced, to dismiss it. And because of his encounter with Jesus, while on the way to commit those some more unspeakable acts against the followers of the way, as they were known at the time, I love that, the followers of the way, Paul believed that, and he he was changed because he believed in what he experienced. He was changed for good forever into someone who was not afraid to live and love like Jesus from the heart at great cost in his journey. Now, Paul shared everything God taught him as they journeyed together. And much like you and I are on a faith journey right now of our own, as we follow the voice we've decided to accept and that we know we've heard the voice of God, as we follow and rest in the presence, in God's presence, and we choose not to pretend that we don't feel it. Now, Paul's faith and love for God came at great cost. His identity shift, as we call it in the behavior design community, his identity shift cost him 
everything that he knew to be normal and comfortable. And even the new faith community, they rejected him. They didn't accept him or affirm him at first. They were afraid of him. He had quite the reputation. Even Ananias, who heard directly from God that he was the one he was supposed to go and find Paul, who'd been struck blind due to the light of Jesus' presence. You talk about shine. Jesus was so bright and so unavoidable in Paul's experience that it left him blind. Now, Ananias, he had some comments about God telling him to go and find Paul and lay hands on him for healing. Ananias had some comments about that. In short, the scripture tells us, well, my, the Juni version, he says, are you sure God, you really mean that guy, that terrorist Paul who hates me? Yeah. I'm thankful that he went to God in prayer because comments to God in prayer first, that's a wise and loving step. It's constructive and helpful to slow things down. Ask God before speaking or typing because God can help us to make sense of and sort and process our hesitations and fears and the judgments and opinions before we even have a chance to give into temptation to hurt somebody with our comments. And if you're God, I'm talking little g, lowercase g, tells you to go ahead and hurt somebody on purpose for the purpose of hurting and discouraging, ah, that is not almighty God. That's not him. So imagine with me if Paul had posted his new way of life and belief to social media or recorded a video to explain why he was now blind and had heard the voice of God and is committing his life from now on to live and love like Jesus. Wow, imagine that social media post. That might have been a mess. All the trolls and the online bullies would have picked him apart or tried their best to. And with Paul, he experienced the non-digital version of dealing with these comments, including his own comments about his new situation. Thankfully, after asking God in prayer, after conversing with God, Ananias believed what he was supposed to do. He accepted God's opinion over his own. He found Paul. He prayed with him. He touched his eyes and Paul received his sight. This was the beginning of Paul's destiny journey in faith. It took a lot of time and hard work because he chose to receive God's gift of courage and wisdom to ignore the comments that just weren't helpful in moving him forward toward living and loving like Jesus. And because of that, you and I are still inspired to move forward and be still as we tune our hearts to focus on the comments that we know come from God. If it builds up and doesn't tear down, yes, that's from God. We can continue to encourage our loved ones and in encouraging them, we can share this art form because love is an art. It's a skill that we can learn. And with practice, we can come into a place of true peace and joy and love in life. And I just pray that you and I will always stay in tune with the tiny but mighty habit of valuing only the comments that we know come directly from God those and those who know him enough to be conduits of that real love that builds up and doesn't destroy as we live out his love at every opportunity. Not perfectly. We can never be perfect, but we can always choose to be faithful, but always with community and kindness at the center as we worship. Thank you so much for keeping me company for a little while again today. Thank you so much uh, for your encouraging feedback and for more encouraging resources, including show notes and favorite quotes, downloads, some songs that I, I, I think are encouraging for the healing journey. Please stop by juniefelix.com. You'll also receive the chance to get updates on my project with my publisher, Nav Press. It's called You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to Faith.